This is a previously recorded episode. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Hello, it's Mick Foley. You're listening to the Top Rope Review. Bang, bang! Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside! WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You know that I'm the cream of the crop. Welcome to episode 35 of the Top Rope Review. And there's music awesome. Playing. Music bad. <laughs> Love it. Detroit's number one source for pro wrestling and the official podcast home of Michigan's longest running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and we are broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit Studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. I'm your favorite host, as always. <laughs> he just took I'm that down. Like, hold on. <laughs> And uh, you know, it was, it was a poll on Friendster. Uh, I still, I still always just want to say yeah, we've never seen this, this. Is your imaginary poll? <laughs> I like, still. You're, this you're... is the uh, podcast Detroit Studios uh, in Royal Oak, Michigan, five blocks away from Activate Gaming. Yeah, the, yeah. the Twitter poll you vote on doesn't count. <laughs> um, I'm the host, so whatever I want. It was a counts, private poll too, so only he saw it. <laughs> My mom's favorite host, um, and joining me in the studio as always. The number one host on Podcast Detroit, Wookie Will. <laughs> the best looking host on Podcast Detroit, Jimmy McKnight. Your top rated host on MySpace, Mark Mikulski. <laughs> and as always, Tabitha, Twitter, ballet, I don't know. <laughs> I got no, nothing. That's, a, that's literally exactly what you are. Thanks. Uh, and we have a special guest in the studio today, the genetic jackpot. Thunder. 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 Let's try it. Stormtrooper. I didn't know if I should do it over the music. Oh, no, absolutely. That was exactly how many you're going to do. Sorry, sorry. Well, I'm not, oh, you know, I'm not Howard Finkel. Uh, like, I swear, when Mike Z XICW does the intro for me, he does, like, all this other stuff that makes it feel like a Michael Buffer intro at the end of Nitro. Like, and it, it's just a tag match, but he's so pumped. He's like, this braggadocious tag team is going to be bathed in championship glory. I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm so pumped. I'm like, yeah. I couldn't remember how exactly we were going to do it, and then I was like, oh, should I just let the... I don't want to talk over the music. I like, almost flipped the table over and started flexing. And <laughs> yes, I am Taking here. my clothes off. Uh, it was Mr. Latter Day Really Night. embarrassing. The Lat Man. The Tan Lantern. Thunder Lats. Thunder Lats. Weapon, Weapon Flex. Flex. Weapon Flex. Flex. And the number one contender for the BCW heavyweight That's title. That's right. That's right. Joe Coleman is here with us today. Thank you. I'm glad it, uh, return second uh, second time on our show. It's really second. So, 
Already, yeah. yes. Yeah, that's Sausage. right. It's more. Well, you know, you guys like the Baron of the Beefcakes. That was <laughs> that was the one I didn't know. That, that was, yeah. I just like one to really flippantly throw beefcake out there all the time because it just <laughs> makes me laugh. Well, we. Uh, I don't think when they first announced you guys, uh, you and um, oh man, Idris Elba. Yes, as Halal Beefcake, we didn't hear what he said. And we were like trying to figure it out, and then we were, we were all like laughing our asses off at that. That's like perfect. I love you guys' intro song. Oh, thank you. The, the one that was like the Always Sunny one? Yeah. Oh, God. I know. I got so pumped when that happened. I was like, this is so sweet. And they were like, oh, you guys aren't a tag team anymore. I was like, no. You guys, are you guys going head to head next week? Yeah, I'm going to whoop his ass. That's what I thought. You know, I'm just doing my thing. I put a guy up in the lat pull down. He's about to tap out. I got him. It's over. And then he tags himself in. I'm like, what are you doing, dude? I have this match won. Then I get bopped off the apron. He gets hit with a finisher, and that's it. Embarrasses us both. And then I get attacked from behind. My God. No chemistry there. No, none whatsoever. not not good. So uh, before we get in too deep here, what are we drinking today, fellas and Tab? Ninja Chicken from the no, Falling Down Beer Company. We're having the wheat beer. Yeah. Oh, you're having wheat beer? Yeah, definitely. Oh, I'm having Ninja Chicken over here. Are you, though? Yep. <laughs> it's so good. Did, never mind. <laughs> Did you get that from the tap? Did you pour that into a John wheat Cena beer? can? <laughs> <laughs> you got me. <laughs> so thanks to Falling Down Beer Company for keeping us hydrated. A couple announcements. Uh, we have XICW2... 210, Sunday, June 5th. So that's next weekend at Imperial House. Um, we have XICW Proving Ground, Saturday, Proving Ground 4, Saturday, June 26th at the Ritz and Warren. And um, if you want to chat with us about anything today on the show, uh, you can tweet us at Top Rope Review or call us live in the studio at 248-579-5295. So let's get into some wrestling, boys. Wrestling. tab. You're just going to be a boy for okay. this because I don't want to say that. I just accept it. It's fine. Okay. I got it. So I know we there's been a lot this week, but I feel like we need to just jump straight into the brand split stuff and the SmackDown going live uh, July 19th. For the first time ever, right? Well, I mean, there's been live SmackDowns, but it's usually like a special, a event. special event. You know what I'm happy, though? This is uh, this is now going to be awesome because now when I see SmackDown and I come in here, you guys haven't been like, I already knew what happened on Tuesday. No more of that. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> we didn't watch it because we already knew. Yeah, we already saw this. Guess what happened at this match that you were hoping for? Yeah, it didn't happen that way. <laughs> see, that makes it so you have to watch it, though. Yeah, exactly. and that's what I like about it. it. You know, hopefully it can be the, the storytelling is good enough to where it's, you know, can't miss television. Like, you know, it should be. And it'd be great, and I think it'd be awesome if you know SmackDown and Raw have separate writers, so that way they both have different feels mm-hmm. and things like that. It'd be great because uh, what was it, two thousand two, two thousand three, when they had the brand split, yeah. and SmackDown had Lesnar and Angle, and Raw had their thing going on. It was so freaking cool. Well, and they had they separate were, writing teams then. Yeah, because yeah, was ha- wasn't Heyman involved a lot with the SmackDown? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, he was. Yes. And I think that's actually why he ended up leaving is because he got caught, like, somehow on a raw phone call, and they were like, what are you doing? Yeah, and, uh, that, yeah, that was yeah. something Something happened with that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, I, what do, so what do, we think that, what do we think needs to happen to make this a successful thing? Like, what, what are some things that they need to make sure that they do 
to make sure that it's not just doesn't just continue to be the B show. Do you think they'll go as far as to like create uh, you know separate titles like SmackDown titles and Raw titles and then both compete for so the ultimate title? That's what they did with the yeah. last brand. I've been split. going back yeah. and forth on that. All yeah. Day. So in the last brand split, you had I can't now I don't remember. Don't quote me on which one was where, but like it was. Um, you had one heavyweight title. So they when they first split, they shared the heavyweight title, and then they brought out the 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 big gold belt. To, so they both had a world title, and then they both had a secondary title, and they both had tag titles. So um, so if they if they do that again, you know you'll have the United States Championship will be on one, and the Intercontinental will be on the other. We, I mean, they just put the the world titles back together. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're gonna share that, or if they're gonna do a new one again or not. We we really, we really won't know until they. I liked the original the concept they had when the brand split split actually happened, where it was the undisputed champion. Then one month he'd fight whoever was on Raw, the number one contender. The next month he fights whoever's the SmackDown number one contender. I thought that was brilliant. It was cool. It was different. And it was too short-lived. I think they should do something like that because when there's too many titles, it muddies everything up. Yeah, It's, it's not nearly as special. It's like, oh, yeah, he's the Intercontinental Champion for the 14th time, and then this guy's the U.S. Champion. And it's just, I don't know. I, I think the top guys should be jumping from uh, Raw to SmackDown, I th- just to keep it fresh almost. Because that way you will have your top guy on SmackDown no matter what. And even if the roster isn't super strong, you still are watching for that top guy. I I, I kind of like the idea of that, but at the same time, I don't know if it's going to be good to do that, just because then it will be like, you have your champion on both shows. So I've I've been going back and forth with myself all week. As, like, as long as it's no longer what it is now or it's just a repeat of what we saw in yeah. Raw, I'll I don't be happy. think it will be. I, I mean, that, I think that's the biggest thing that SmackDown now, it's like, oh, we just saw these two guys face each other in a match on Raw. Now they're going to be in a tag match facing each other on SmackDown, you know? So it's just a repeat of these feuds for no reason. Well, not only that, half the show ended up being like, here's what you missed on Monday. Like, yeah. they, they just show repeats of stuff that was on Raw. But, I mean, I, I don't think we're going to get that anymore because it's going to... They said distinct, separate rosters. Um, but I don't think... I think Joe's right. I, I, I don't think... Like one one her world title is the is might is the answer because if you have a world title on each show, it I think it devalues both of them. Yeah, it really felt like back in the day when they had two world titles when they just decided, oh, Triple H, you're also the world champion, and Brock Lesnar's the champion over here on SmackDown. It felt there wasn't like a clear cut number one guy, and right. I always feel like there needs to be a no. This is the champ, and that's yeah. all there is to it. Because in eventually one of the belts always ends up getting treated like the you know the bastard stepson. It's just right. always just, put there's no in ultimate the glory of two shit. Yeah, like, just like a couple of years ago when they had when they had the WWE World Championship and the the Gold World Heavyweight, it almost seemed like the World Heavyweight was like. Uh, yeah. The redheaded stepchild of the two, and it 100%. was one hundred percent. I like that they merged the two together to make it kind of yeah. like a second version of the undisputed. Redheaded stepchilds yeah. everywhere just cried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it's it's very very true. I mean that uh, 
the undisputed title, the big gold belt, just always felt secondary, unfortunately, and that's shouldn't have been the way. You know, one of them has to be the top thing, and then so what does that make the second world heavyweight champion always? Second, Exa- exactly. Well, you guys think they're going to bring back bragging rights? I, I always thought. I, hope I always thought that was a gimmick. It was it was way too gimmicky even for them. So, <laughs> I, I think it'll make Survivor Series uh, better because the past couple of years, especially this past year, well, that's what I that's feel what, like was real. Is that bragging rights? That's what they basically turned bragging rights into was a Survivor Series match. Was it? Yeah, I right. thought bragging rights was actually cool because the brands didn't cross over that much. Yeah, like when it when it was strictly Raw SmackDown, and then you had ECW mixed in later on. But when it was Raw and SmackDown, they didn't cross over, so everything felt fresh. When there was like a draft, you were like, "Oh man, I gotta watch this." I, I love the draft. They, yeah, I just hope they don't do what they did last time, where they broke up every single tag team. It was like, yeah, I hope they, they don't split do that up again. like every tag team during that last if draft. We, if we get a New Day split, that's. That's going to screw everything up. Nah, they, they, they wouldn't sp- do that. Did they split up Enzo and Mick Cass? <laughs> There's too no. much money to be made in Or they split the Dougley Boys again? I mean, that's how the Dougley Boys originally got split was the, the draft. <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. I, I just hope they don't do too much splitting of tag teams. I can't remember. I was talking to someone the other day. I can't remember. Was there, a, during the time when the, the brand split happened, was that when the Divas belt was introduced and there was the women's belt and the Divas belt at the same time? Yeah. Yes. That's what yeah. I thought. So, yes. question is, are they going to bring in a secondary women's title? Or are they just going to have one women's title going to back between both shows? I well, really they hope want, they just have one. Yeah, just keep it yeah. one. If they want the women's division to be as taken as seriously as they're trying to put it forward to be, that's the way it's got to be. It's got to have the one belt so that it's similar to just the men. There's one champion here. There's one champion here. She goes against everybody on Raw. She goes against everybody on SmackDown. Maybe throws a bone to an NXT chick here and there. And then uh, same thing for yeah, the dudes. Yeah, that'd be sweet. I think it'd be a good time for them. To, I've been saying this for years. Introduce the women's tag team belts on the brand split. They've got a lot of chicks under contract. I, I so. think it would be good just because of the amount of women they have now. Yeah. Just, and it, yeah, it'll definitely. give them a little bit more well, of a reason to be on shows. And, and, and you, have, you have one of the shows focuses a little bit more on the tag belts and one of the shows focuses a little bit more on, on the championship. They would work out better. I mean, and so this, the brand split works well for like the U.S. belt and the IC belt because they're kind of similar to Terry belts, so each one show gets one. But then the tag team belts, you know, it's like, well, one show's gonna focus more on tag team wrestling than the show's gonna focus on. Yeah. So you think they're gonna load up heavy on tag teams on probably SmackDown, maybe? I, I maybe I think so. SmackDown gets more of the tag belts, and maybe the I think SmackDown will get US, and I think Raw will get Intercontinental. I think so too. Yeah, it's it's interesting. I think I think one of the most important things they need to do is treat SmackDown equally to Raw. Like, and I know, I don't really see that happening because they've they've literally never done that. But I think if they want this to get over and be successful, they need to um, you know treat it like a, an equal show. And, even uh, go ahead, keep going. No, oh uh, yeah. Even when SmackDown was beating Raw in the ratings for a while, and they first had the brand split. They were still treating Raw like the number one property, but Smack- there was a while there when SmackDown was killing it, though. Especially like with the Brock Lesnar Big Show feud and all that stuff going on around that era during that brand split. It was 
you know, SmackDown was the show to watch. Well, SmackDown had Hogan for a while. Yeah, yeah that was sweet. Yeah. And Mr. America. Yeah, Mr. America. <laughs> but the Raw will always have Calvary Kid. <laughs> Calgar- Calgary? Yes. <laughs> I was like, who is this guy? <laughs> Calvary Kid. Who is this man you speak of? I'm, I'm tired. Had a little too much of that, uh, what is it, wheat beer we've been drinking today? <laughs> well, SmackDown did have Hulk Hogan. Raw had Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels. So Was that around? The, I can't remember. Is that around the time that... Uh, Stone Cold was co-GM with Eric Bischoff? Yes. All right. Yes. <coughs> Question is, though, is it, is it, it was the twilight of Stone Cold's in-ring time. It was still cool, though. And yeah. He was riding oh, yeah, around yeah. on the ATV. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he no. had a little badge. And Triple H is like, is that a badge? I'm a sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> Two of the things I want to see brought back to SmackDown. I want to see The Rock appear on the very first episode when they go live again for, start for the new era of SmackDown. Since SmackDown is his show, I don't then, know. I don't think SmackDown's long enough to have Raw come back. And then, and then I want I want Commissioner Foley back. You just like deadpan <laughs> that too, like. Well, he'll take up that whole two hours. At least with, on Raw, you get an extra hour. Yeah, that's true. So you well, get two hours of Rock, the and end, they can just he can just go over. The Rock just needs his own brand. He just needs yeah. his yes. own live well, show. Thursdays, the, the Rock. WWE Rock. <laughs> That's it. That's all you need. Live on the network for nine 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 a month. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't even know where to go from there. Uh, you guys see John Cena's new shirt? That's right. that- <laughs> so, um, for listeners out there who don't know, um, I think it was an attempt to get people who normally don't buy Cena shirts to buy Cena shirts because this was the first time in my life I was considering buying a Cena shirt. Yeah, <laughs> they, if, it wasn't they released- a, if it wasn't a giant cartoon of John Cena on it, I yes, that was that was the one <laughs> I that might point. Have bought it. But they, they released a new <laughs> Cena shirt that had an eerily similar design to the PBR logo. It's sweet. And then, um, so everyone but. PBR seemed to love it. <laughs> PBR didn't love it. No, no they they, did not. they sent out a tweet that said, um, "Is one of the tweets available?" Oh, yeah, I got, wow. I got it. I can, paraphrase. Yeah, I mean, we don't want you to paraphrase. I can paraphrase it, but no one get it right. A message to John Cena and the WWE: We have a chokehold called a cease and desist. Oh, Pretty sure geez. we see you. Middle finger emoji. Holy, <laughs> yeah. So then the WWE replied back. Basically saying that like I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, basically and they like like we respect trademarks and like although we do think that it's in the that the design is within the fair and like open creative interpretation. It's really loud in my headphones. Not even. I think it he's just really loud. He's just talking loud. So yeah, maybe I am just talking loud. Okay. Shut up, man! I think my mic's like super hot. Weapon flex program. Mic. But it just basically said like. They're just like we won't do it, so they they pulled the merch. But Which is weird because a lot of brands have you have taken the PBR logo. And I like, feel like it would have fallen under parody. I thought yeah. that it was already in stores. And well, that's the it, thing, it, it like, is. That, that happens with everything yeah. now. Everybody does like you know their own play off of a well-known property or something like that, and it, it gets over with people. People are like, "Oh, that's freaking sweet." And you know how much so, more PBR that would sell? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you get the beer your... of John Cena, right? <laughs> but the sh- I saw the sh- it was on sh- like kids shirts. Like I don't know if it's oh, yeah, so, kids shirts. Yeah, but yeah. but it's one thing though. So. I did see a picture because there's some Kmart's that already got the shipment yeah. of shirts. Really? So, so oh, wow. there's some there's some of these shirts do exist, 
but they're not going to no longer. Yeah, Might I mean, be a collector's item. Yeah, I so. Think so. But I don't know. I mean, I, I thought it was kind of cool of them because at first I was like, oh, they, they do, just do this like just as a like, like unintentional. But then there's I saw a picture side by side of like the shirt and then Cena wearing a PBR shirt. Well, so. Cena's publicly like no, he like he like PBR is like his beer. Like he's mentioned it on Raw before, so I, it was kind of like a good nod to them, which I find weird with PBR because their social media they. They kind of decent social media presence, and they like like they like stuff like that. They probably so just don't want I, him to be making like millions well, of dollars yeah, off his shirt. Well, that's I don't probably think the difference is John Cena will be making a true. lot that's of money. That's true off too. Of that. I I wouldn't be surprised Lots. in like six months they it's revealed the shirt comes back and it's going to be something. Some Seems kind of a PBR commercial. Yeah, we said we some <laughs> kind of cross promotion branding yeah. with the two. Uh, I think they're just more insulted that. That you no one sure about asking and that's about the thing it. too. John Cena still is the number one merchandise seller, mm-hmm. Abs- and that's how everybody makes money for the most. Yeah. We really make money with merchandise. So, yeah, if John Cena's making all of his normal money that way, and then it's got this blue ribbon thing going with it, it's uh, yeah, it'd be trouble. It, there's one uh, option though that I think we're not considering that is is quite possibly the truth is that the. Uh, PBR social media guy is just a huge mark. Oh, I like, like, put it on put it on a Sami Zayn shirt. I'd love it. Like, yeah. I honestly think that because that tweet Cena I thought sucks. at first was like a joke, and they were just like having yeah. some fun. I was like, this isn't serious. Oh man, and then it got serious. So I think that at first vicious. it started to be a Kevin joke. Owens. I I let Kevin Owens wear a PBR oh, I'd, shirt. I'd wear a Kevin Owens PBR shirt. I you would. wouldn't, but I would. I would. Totally. <laughs> no, I'm, I've come around. Oh, you're on Kevin yeah. Owens' train now? Yeah, I've come around. Well, it just cracks me up, too, because PBR is one of those brands that the people who drink it are very much, they're brand loyal, and they're very much into collecting PBR stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. which... Yeah, PBR yeah. is I have tons drink. of PBR merch. Yeah, I mean, it's, and then, like I said, I was seriously like, I'm, I might have to buy this shirt. I would have bought it if it was on sale. <laughs> I, if it was a sale, I'd buy it. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely going to be one of those shirts that, like, after it's been out for a while and it gets marked down to, like, half off, I was like, yeah, I'm picking up a John Cena shirt. Yeah. <laughs> It'll show up. I don't remember liking Pap's Blue Ribbon personally. I think you I'm going to have to have one at some point. It's not the, you it's you okay. can get you one. You probably don't. You're not I missing out on a lot. I just got done lifting, so I can't <laughs> drink alcohol right now. But, you know... I'll try it out. <laughs> we'll send you home with a can. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> Just the it's one can. Just, I feel like it's not that good. But I don't it, it'll get you there. <laughs> so uh, we'll that see. that comment, I want to tell a story. Um, <laughs> we Will and I went to the movies with with uh, Joe the other day. Uh, and we're both like super nervous to, eat, to, be, like, to be like fat, and, to be fat and eat popcorn in front of us. He's like, and, and, and so we just we just told him we're both like we're buying. We're like I got my like a large ice. I'm like looking at Joe, looking at my food. I'm like, uh, he's like, no, it's fine. I'm at a caloric deficit right now. <laughs> Like, like, he's like, he's like, I'm also gonna be getting some popcorn. I was. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Thank you, Will. Thank Would you, you like popcorn. extra butter on that popcorn? Um, yes. Yes. No, no. She asked him that, and he looked at her like she was stupid. It was. Really- <laughs> oh, yeah. God. What kind of question was that? She almost got a fat burner right there. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I think. Um, 
How many people watch Raw this week? Oh, yeah. Everybody? Yeah. yeah. I never miss a second of it. <laughs> I, I watched it, but I, I was having that. a couple paps. So I, I never miss a really second. Like all there. As long as it's DVR. <laughs> I never miss a second, except for the hour and a half that Hulu cuts out. That's why I do like super detailed show notes, because, uh, because of that reason. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think, so obviously, uh, the pay-per-view, Seth Rollins came back uh, this week. Oh, yeah. Highly yeah. Not, There's something in the notes that I haven't heard your opinion on, and... I think the notes show your my, opinion. Well, my opinion is yeah, because I didn't. Well, I that's didn't, why. I, that's why I I'm, I'm curious I about this. Show Should we talk about the pay per view then first before we get into RAW? Fine. <laughs> Don't get so mad about it. Fine. All right. So uh, I'm the goddamn showrunner. Well, so here. so over, overall, though, like, what'd you guys think of the pay per view? I thought it was actually a fairly better pay per view than what we've seen lately. I loved it. Of um, course you did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy just likes to be entertained I by know. anything. I he's, he's very easy to please. I am. I'm glad we're friends. <laughs> as long as it's flashy, <laughs> I'm in. He's like, wow. <laughs> I mean, a mop. I feel like if we went to shake hands and I'd be originally just be like, no, go screw yourself, man. He'd be like, you know what? I appreciate that guy's attitude. He's a straight me. shooter. A guy. He's a great guy. He's so cool. He's a great guy. Told me to go so F true. myself, but great guy <laughs> we're like we're watching the pay-per-view and he's he's te- he's texting me like holy shit holy shit and i was like what happened i don't yeah, know we're like, like, uh, are we watching this maybe he's lagged maybe yeah, he's lagged. Uh, are you behind it's possible like, that's you know what i notice sometimes it's not every pay-per-view just most it's choppy or it does that thing where it's like, like re- hey jimmy did you watch the pay-per-view and then hey jimmy did you like it does this it like does it re- like plays the same yeah thing? I'm, like, I'm glad it does that instead of jumping forward and then you miss something. I've oh, had yeah. that happen yeah. before. That sucks. I had it happen at a Mania once. I had it was weird because I, I started the pay per view about an hour late, and so I hit like start from the beginning, and it started at the second match. That happened with me for NXT this week. Yeah, like it literally like started the second match, and I kept trying to refresh it and like restart it. So I didn't even see the first the opening match until the next day when I could watch it on a new feed. Yeah, so what did you think of that opening match, William? Wookie William? Oh, was that the tag team? Yeah, it was a yeah, tag match. Tornado tag. It was good. It was, it, so I'm, I'm kind of glad that I didn't see that match first because then I would have known for sure uh, that Roman was going over at the end. Because I, I hadn't seen that match. So I was like, wait, did that match not happen? So cause I went into it a little bit more like – I went into it a little bit with higher hopes that AJ was going to win. To where if I saw that match, my kind of like smart mark booking instincts were kicked in. Like, no, they're not. The, the the club's not winning both matches, you know. So, I thought I was. I thought I was good. It was finally. It was nice to finally see those guys get over. It's like they're a, they're a huge like worldwide phenomenon, but yet they've done at, nothing. At no point did they did they let Roman look weak at all. And like every time they would run into. To beat him up for AJ, he would get the better of them, mm-hmm. leading up to it. And I'm like, come on, like he can be on his back once. It's not gonna. It's actually the fans might actually like that and stop booing him as much if you b- don't stop booking him like a superhero. Mm-hmm. So that I I really like seeing them finally go over. That was good. So that's cool. <laughs> My, Mike, what, what do, you, do you have the show notes up, Mike? Mike? Yeah. What 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 do you think about that? Uh, the next match, match number two. Where are we at, Raw? 
No, no. no. <laughs> pay per view. Oh, no, it was it was the Rusev well, match. You got two. Oh, it's all the I way down here. I should have asked. I don't. Well, I didn't watch the match. Actually, number three. I, I, I didn't watch the that one because I was I at work, and <laughs> that was when uh, some lady stole our something from us, and I had to go get it back. So <laughs> missed that match. Did you take your weed? No, I was at work. Oh. So she took. We have this. We had a giant head of Dirks Bentley on a pole. And she took it and started humping it and then took it to her car. <laughs> so when I went to go get it back, I, I left my phone at the booth playing the pay-per-view. And she poured a beer on me and I had to take the, Der- the Derek Bentley head back. And she was very mad. <laughs> she just wanted to get off on Derek Bentley. It was, it was an interesting night. <laughs> when I got ba- and then I got back and I was like, oh, Kalisto. Your and, life is and then so I got exciting. back and I was like, oh, shit, Rusev won. I was like, that's different. So I, I don't know. You asked the wrong guy. The question is, were his, his will this U.S. title reign of his be as good as his John last Cena's one winning had? it tomorrow. Yeah, it's Memorial so. Day. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow yeah. is Memorial Day. John Cena will have that U.S. belt. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm not upset about that though because I liked when John Cena had the belt. At least yeah. he was. We were getting like a pay per view quality match out of John Cena and whoever the open every U.S. Monday. challenge. No, I yeah. liked it. I liked it. That was a match I just kind of did. And it kind of brought the U.S. Belt back up a little bit from what it was. Yeah. I just don't care about Kalisto. I don't, I don't care about Kalisto. I don't care about Rusev. I, still, I feel I like you would be a huge Kalisto fan. <laughs> I actually kind of like him. But right. I'm about to say, you, you are the Lucha Dragons demographic. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> like something entertaining and flashy? Yeah. Lucha Dragons. Yep. Lucha, Lucha, Lucha. I do it in my kitchen when I'm watching yeah. <laughs> I like that they flip into the, <laughs> into the ring and shit. I didn't like that he didn't. So they they ended like the last uh, show he he was on with Rusev with him being like injured because Rusev wouldn't get it, let him out of the accolade. And then when he came out for his match, he wasn't selling it at all. Oh, he's all good. I, I'm not gonna lie though. Probably right after, shortly after the original Sinkar um, was in WB, I kind of had like one of those like when kayfabe kind of breaks on you moments. Because for the longest time, I was always impressed with those guys running the ring and jumping to the ring. And then it was either like. The camera moved too slowly, or maybe you told me that no, they, they, they put the trampoline there. <laughs> and I was like, just I was like oh, what? That's nowhere near as cool. <laughs> so, so now that I know that, I'm like, that's not that impressive. Uh, I mean, you're just doing the trampoline. It's <laughs> still a little impressive. <laughs> I mean, Sinkara just barely made those ropes half the time. Yeah. I love that the guy that broke his leg jumping off the second rope is <laughs> complaining about the use of the trampoline. <laughs> Sorry, I have to bring it up whenever. That I was vicious. I know. <laughs> My God. <laughs> so, uh, what about the tag match, New Day versus Vaude Villains? Uh, kind of a, I don't know. We're just waiting for Enzo and Cass. Yeah, really. <laughs> that's what that's what it seemed like. I don't think it, that Vaude Villains were actually going to win. Um, no the match that Enzo got hurt in. So I liked what I saw of the match. Yeah. Well, and and that feud uh, allowed us to have that really funny um, time machine. Promo they did. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. still love that time machine promo. I, I, I like the time. I like what New Day did. Oh, right. But it's Kofi just hard came for out. me to get into the vaude villains. You know, yeah, they're sticky. I'm they're, not. I'm not really feeling it. Like, okay, it's cool. You make it black and white as they come out. Like we're back in however long ago. But I just, I don't get it. Their it's, gimmick reminds me of one that would have been, would have fit in in the landscape more in like 1993. Yeah, like when you had. Well, uh, also, like maybe, that. but I that, also, um, 
Oh, go ahead. No, you go. You're the guest. You're the guest. Trust me. Someone go. Someone go. Oh, all right. All right. All right. Well, I feel like the gimmick now is also kind of like a sign of the times because that style is hot in pop culture to an extent. You see people with the beards and steampunky stuff and like the big mustaches, things like that. So it's it's like an old timey feel that's kind of been popularized. Problem is, none of those hipsters are watching wrestling, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and I also feel like there. I mean, we've talked about this before. That there's the gimmicks and the things that work well in NXT because NXT is like the perfect blend of WB product and indie scenes. And I definitely can see like a topper tier indie wrestling promotion having an, a tag like the Vault Villains and the Vault Villains going over and something like that. You know, it's something a little different set them apart, you know. But now it's kind of like they have to kind of reestablish themselves in the WB main roster, which was a little hard to do because when you're on NXT, that at times some of those gimmicks are still a little bit more uh, traditional gimmicks of what you would see in the uh, earlier days of WBE and not so much this post um, attitude era when it's been more of just like, you know, you had people just John Cena. And Miz, you know, like people are more of your names and less of like your character. Um, so I don't think that's going over quite as well. But I, yeah, well, I mean, it's and and even if even if you're a huge VOD villains fan and VOD villains are awesome to you, um, when the other like the tag teams that are surrounding you in the main event scene um, are the New Day, who's one of the most over things in the company. And end zone cast are one of the most over things in the company. It's you're gonna look, you're not gonna look that good anyway, mm-hmm. you know, by comparison. So, yeah. Are there any other heel tag teams besides Dudley Boys? Doug, yeah, Dudley Boys. Okay. So, which I mean, it's it's. I mean, I think that the Von Bellens, their gimmicks decent. They just need to rework it slightly to fit a little bit better. Make it more exciting. Yeah. That's what it is. It's not exciting. It's they're 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 pulling off their character but with not enough behind it. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you're selling it but not fully. They they need to be they need to be slightly more hipster douchebags and a little <laughs> less of we're trying to be, you know, we the proud of that. Yeah. Pride. I don't, I don't think that's not bad. what they're trying to go for. I think they actually are trying to make us believe they're from the 19 19- 20s. I originally, 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 that's what they were when they first said you. I think that's in, what in NXT it originally. still is. But but now it's more of like at least the announcer team plays it off like they're they um, just believe it. They're just they just believe that that the 1920s was a better era for wrestling, and it was a they you were more gentleman and like See, I don't get that vibe why. from them though. Yeah, but I mean, listen to what the commentary team has to say to them when they're out. So it, it's definitely I feel like I think that's, that's probably all a problem. That's a shade of where the creative team thinks they're they're at, regardless of what they where they think they are. If you what the commentary team is is saying is probably where creative is is mm-hmm. going because they're being coached to say those things. So let's talk about the best match of the night, in my opinion, and hopefully in your guys' opinion as well. The Fatal Four Way for the Intercontinental Title. Didn't get a chance to see it. What? We, were, we are driving back to the station. You've had a whole week to watch to watch out, it. You out. host a wrestling podcast that you know we will discuss in depth a pay per view. <laughs> I'll let you slide on Raw every once in a while, but pay per view. 
It was real good. Tell me. I mean, <laughs> tell me more. No, I mean, it's, it was real good. Tell me more. Tell me lots more. Of, lots of action. And then the Miz ended up stealing a victory in a very Miz-like way off of someone else's move. Awesome. So it was good. Awesome. I feel like the Natalia and the Charlotte match was, you know, it was terrible. But I it was <laughs> terrible. Worst. I hate, I hate. Dana Brooke came out dressed as Ric Flair. So then Natty dropped her the whole the sharpshooter. She thought she won. And then, it, yeah. yeah, I don't what? like I don't like Dana Brooke. She's the worst. And then, <laughs> <laughs> um, and then yeah. So she, I'm, no, I'm not happy with that. So two times that Tab like speaks up when we're like wrestling's going on, as if Bailey's on the screen, or if <laughs> Bailey or is if injured right now, or if Dana Brooke's on the screen. Oh, I hate her. Oh, she's <laughs> she's terrible. the worst. She's the worst. Who brought her up? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, guys. <laughs> It poured outside and my windows were down. <laughs> the inside of my car is soaked. My I was like, why is, he, why is he really out there? Yeah, well, I didn't know it was raining outside. outside. I'm like, it's raining. Oh, God, it's raining. Well, when I pulled up, I was like, hey, does he know his windows are all down? Well, yeah, it was like hot when I got here. Anyway, sorry. Asylum match. The I watched that first one half, a little slow. slow. Yeah. The second half, well done. First three quarters a little slow. Yeah, especially they broke the they broke the golden rule with the thumbtacks. That whoever that great, whoever man. whoever busts them out takes the bump. And no, it's yeah. Josh kept like reassuring me that oh no, Ambrose no, is Dean gonna, Ambrose is, is going to take, take it. The bump. I thought for sure because Jericho was taking that bump. I mean, you watch almost any WB match that they have thumbtacks in. Whoever lays the thumbtacks down is who takes that bump. All so for Jericho saying, to take it, that was amazing. He <laughs> took it like a champ. Dude, you stupid know that <laughs> he took it like a stupid idiot. <laughs> have you, Joe? Have you taken any uh, thumbtack months? Oh Jesus, no! <laughs> well, I mean, I, if I were getting paid well, I'd, I'd do it in a heartbeat. I'm insane, but uh, yeah, I'm not gonna do it. You're for telling like, me that XICW doesn't pay you enough for a couple of thumbtacks in the back? Yeah, what's a couple <laughs> of thumbtacks? Well, we'll be out in a couple. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Well, hours? It depends on what the exposure of the match is gonna be. We'll see. <laughs> We'll see. I gotta weigh the options, but uh, no, I haven't taken it. I, I'd like to though, because I'm just like I said, insane. So we'll see. <laughs> so it's not out of the question. No, it's not Dude. out of the question. It's got to. It's got to be the right story and the right reason to do it. His arm when he got up like was so peppered and taxed, like it was Ugh. almost like Winter Soldier cosplay. Like, <laughs> he had so many in one side. I'm, I'm just... hoping once they're like stuck in there, they don't hurt his back. They're already in. You, as long as you don't touch them, they don't really. Oh, dude, it was great though. It was on his podcast. Like the next day, he's like, he's like, all of it. He was like, it was fine until I got up. He's like, and then they (laughs) went into my hand. You know, he's like, that's when it hurt really bad. I like the way he described it on that too. It was like, like when you're about to jump in the water, but you don't want the water to kind of yeah. like hit mm-hmm. your balls in the pool. <laughs> so you're kind of like, oh man, maybe I just got to go for it. And you just jump in and take the plunge. Bam. Boom. I mean, it's adrenaline. Shocking that's kind of how first, it works. And then it like, goes away. Yeah. I mean, just I like a regular match, for example, I might do stuff, whatever, and I don't feel anything out there. And then like later in the day, I'm like, man, my jaw hurts. Oh, that guy really <laughs> forearmed me really good. Mentally, that's I can why. handle <laughs> jumping into cold lake and just worry about my balls being frozen versus like <laughs> being, being thrown, into, thrown into a pile of thumbtacks. Yeah. Like, that's a yeah. whole other level. <laughs> I mean, I'd just be worried about the infection. That's it. Right. But uh, yeah. aside from that, they're, they're clean and I paralyzed. was really. <laughs> I, I was really impressed though with the ref, because there was a couple times when he did some he did some three counts 
Like he, oh. he went through the count, and he was eerily close to his thumbtacks. Oh. And I was like, dude, I would have like jumped over to the other side and been like going across the rig, like, yep, right, you guys are good. One, two, oh, no, it's a two count. Like, are these good I can see from here. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Like, got who him off the bro. Their quality. I, I don't remember who it was, but he was. I mean, he was not afraid to get kind of close to those. Sounds like something Charles Robinson would do. I don't that think it was Charles maniac. Robinson. I think it was a younger guy. Ah, okay. I, I could be wrong. Though. I don't. Know. I, yeah, I was. I was just really impressed with a couple of the counts that he did. I was like, that's very Charles close. I like to how they teased you for a while to the point where you're like. Oh, they're not going to use them. For a second, I didn't think they were using them at all. I was like, Yeah, yeah they spent no a good 10 minutes like fit, uh, like teasing it. Yeah. yeah. Which was good. Well, I didn't think they'd use them, one, because they teased it so long, and two, just because I was like, are they going to allow them to use the thumbtacks now? Yeah. So I think, so slow match that ended with a Great. bang. Yeah. I said which bang. is Which is the, my same thoughts on the... Uh, Roman Reigns, AJ Styles match. I, I thought that match was good. Me I too. Mean, I don't like Roman Reigns, but I think and he's good in the ring. It just um, made me mad though because there was a, definitely a exchange of near falls that like the whole room, even I at home watching by myself, was like pumped and it was like to where AJ should have won. People were lost their shit because people were super excited and it's the energy of the match was so high energy and it was like this is it, this is gonna be it. AJ's gonna win and they kicked out and as soon as that happened, you're like Roman's going over. What about that back body drop onto the second announce table? Did you see that? Yeah. You're looking at me? Yeah. I'm, yes. <laughs> yeah, I saw it. <laughs> I'm just trying to facilitate conversation. Oh, here, okay. Man. It's a podcast. <laughs> we all talk. Yeah. I, I thought you were, it was just a general. I don't know. Mike gets freaked out every time I address something specifically. Well, I was just <laughs> like, are you talking are you to me? Are you talking to me? I'm uh, looking at you, <laughs> you stupid like, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I thought you were just. It's cool. I saw <laughs> your drunk off. snaps last night. I know you're 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 probably on like half a tank right now. And your Twitter, yeah. Who else that? I took a shot of gin for no reason. But what about that? Literally, what? Where your Twitter. You don't take shots of gin. <laughs> Who does that? I thought it was a good idea for a minute. That's a terrible. <laughs> then I took it. I was like, this is a terrible idea. I immediately regret that. Mm. <laughs> what about that uh, surprise return at the end of the match? Where was the music? I would. I would. I think it would have been better if we would have heard that music. Nah. Yeah. No, because they did the whole thing where they they like the camera got real close on Roman, and then it would have been a bigger pop with the music. Uh, Maybe. I don't care about uh, the pop. I'm worried about me watching it. At home. I didn't pop yeah. that hard. Yeah, if, it if was. That, oh, I, I didn't hit the was. music. I was in the bathroom and Josh is screaming. I was like, "Oh my god, I gotta hurry up! What's what's going on?" He's like, "Oh, guess who's back? Oh my god!" I'm like, "Okay." I was watching it okay. in the office at work. I told my coworkers to leave, and one of them stayed. And I started screaming, and she was like, "What's happening? What's happening?" I was like, "You don't understand. Like, <laughs> just, just go just away right now. Just go home." I was really weirded out too because I thought, you know how they, we we I feel like we know for a fact that they can reactions on the taped smackdowns, but. There's been some debate on whether or not like they turned the music up real loud so you can't hear the booing for, for Roman Reigns. And it kind of seemed like that, or it was like you could hear the booing and then all of a sudden you couldn't and you could hear it. And then they started to cheer and you can't see anything but him, you know, the way they zoomed in on him. And I'm like, are they pumping in cheering? Because I know they're not cheering for Roman Reigns right now. And then, you know, and then Seth hit the ring and I was like, that's why they're cheering. Yeah, no, it was, I flipped out. That's his, why I would like his the new music. look. I like his new look. I don't know. I was just I, personally, I was just excited to hear that music went f- for that return. Uh, he looks I a lot it. bigger. Does he? He looks a lot bigger. Like he he trained while he was CrossFit off. CrossFit will man. do that too. CrossFit. CrossFit. I, well, I, I heard. 
I heard that he's that. actually testing out the new Weapon Flex uh, <laughs> promotion. <laughs> Uh, There's the CrossFit division? Yeah. Yeah, I was like, all right, Seth, here's some Protocolypse. I got you jugs and shares. Can you just hook me up with an NXT contract? Come on, here. You you know, I'm still waiting to hear, you know, from Canyon Seaman about it, but we'll see. (laughs) Gotta get that plug in there. Yes. (laughs) So... So this brings me back to where I to where I started before we started talking about the pay per view. I think they missed a huge opportunity with Seth Rollins because you have so you have Rollins comes out on Raw and we think okay he's he's obviously mega baby face because everyone I mean like ninety percent of people who are returning from injury are mega baby faces. It doesn't even matter how they left because people are just excited to see them back. And he starts that way, and then the the promo very quickly turns south. He's telling the fans, what, what, did, what did he say, Tim? He's like, oh, I got all you guys' fan letters, but I threw them in a trash can and set them on fire. Didn't even read them, so. So, like, you have this guy, Roman Reigns, who you're trying to push as, as a good guy, but the crowd's not buying it, and they're booing, no, booing him out of the No, he's building. not a good guy. Chass. He's not a bad guy. <laughs> he's the guy. And, but then, and you have Roman Reigns, who's returning from injury, who's obviously a mega babyface. I, why not just keep it that way and just and do something to like have Roman like make because Roman let, is let a that, baby face. Let that feud turn him and then and then go forward with it. But now you have the you know the heel that everyone's still going to like because he's not Roman and Roman who's Roman, so they're not going to like him. <laughs> yeah, this is, I mean this is how I wish they would happen was uh, Rollins comes back face Roman. Kind of whatever they trying to do with him, the guy. They wrestle each other at Money in the Bank. Seth Rollins wins the belt. AJ Styles wins the Money in the Bank briefcase. So then you have AJ Styles, Seth Rollins, which I think we're putting on some phenomenal matches together, feeding for the title. Which that's not going to happen because as of right now, AJ is not in Money in the Bank because he lost for it to what Kevin Owens. Yeah. Yeah. So how awesome does this Money in the Bank ladder match look? With uh, who do we have? We have Sami Zayn. <coughs> Cesaro, Chris Jericho, Dean Ambrose, and Kevin Owens. So that I think I mean that's there's probably and Del Rio's more. in it. How many? How many? I don't even know. Del Rio's in it too, and I think we'll probably get. They normally do about what? About like seven, seven to eight people, at least. Sometimes a little bit more, sometimes a little less. Yeah, it should be a really good one. I mean, we have all these guys, and we have all these guys in the match who have never been champ before so there's a chance that we could someone will finally you know someone like Cesaro will finally get their due or one of these newer guys like Sammy or Kevin will get you know will get put in the main event scene which is which is cool yeah and you know well deserved so so uh, we've been talking about WWE but we have this guest here so I want to uh, talk about his, 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 his wrestling say, say you read my mind What's there <laughs> you read my mind <laughs> so uh, Joe can you kind of fill us in on what, how your night was last night oh my night was phenomenal it was great I went to Tecumseh Ontario not and, Michigan <laughs> uh, not Michigan not Michigan Tecumseh Ontario I was involved in a fatal four-way match to determine the number one contender for the BCW heavyweight title, which was held up. It was John Bolin against Cody Diener, who was the inter- interim champion. 
And uh, they had a match to unify the belts. Cody Deaner came out on top, so he is now the BCW Heavyweight Champion. And uh, number one contender via fat burner, the genetic jackpot, Joe Coleman. Just want everyone to know that Joe is flexing while he's talking about it. <laughs> I, I just, I just, I, I wasn't, I wasn't. Flexing. I just love I that, just that Joe really excited. is his own hype man. <laughs> yeah, Someone's got to be. Well, yeah. someone's got to be. There's me and there's my mom, Saint Piper and Cole. <laughs> So who Are you going to make her your manager so, anytime so soon? Who did I you, might. <laughs> who did you defeat? Like, who was in that match with you? Uh, it was me taking on former BCW champion A1. He used to be wrestled for TNA as part of Team Canada for a while. Okay. Had a lengthy run as BCW champion. Uh, Japanese star Sushi. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sushi. He came out and he did a dance. It was entertaining. But uh, you Is know, that like Curry Man? Movie. <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> and uh, Tyler Turbo from Canada. Nice. Awesome. Yeah, I've been hearing some good things about this promotion, and especially some of the stuff I've seen. Some of the matches you've done with them seems like they are definitely a promotion to check out if oh, you ever great. find yourself Absolutely. up north. <laughs> It's, it's not too it's far. Not even north. Yeah. It's like east. Yeah. Yeah. East of here. Kind of over that way. over a little bit. It's over a little bit. Yeah, over, it's yeah. over there. So get your passport. You can get over is to Is it on the Port Huron side or the uh, enhanced license? Detroit side? <laughs> What's that? Is it on the Port Huron side or the Detroit license. side? Uh, Detroit side. Okay. Yeah. Well, I just said in, I just said passport. Ohio people can't get enhanced license. Thank you. Sorry. Well, if you're an Ohio person, maybe you shouldn't be on this podcast. Whoa. Get out of here right now. Holy crap. <laughs> no Rikishi outfit for you. We don't need to mention how much more work she does for the podcast than you do, do we? <laughs> I was I was waiting for you guys to come back with our we say when we're in Ohio. Hey, I was born in Ohio. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. You were born in Ohio. What are you talking about? <laughs> and I am wearing an Ohio for killer shirt right now. Yeah. Too. That's actual life, yeah. So Cute. I was just in Ohio the other day. Yeah, because you can't find that beer anywhere else except for Ohio. That's the end of the story. Yeah. <laughs> that's the end of the story. I was in Ohio the other day. <laughs> is that what stinks? It's a state. <laughs> <laughs> the longest state to drive through. Oh, my God. Oh, ever. Yes. Oh. Yes. Yeah, like, I'm still in Ohio four hey, hours later. Yep. Hey, look, a farm. A farm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's Kentucky another farm. And that years, smell. So I did that. Oh, that drives so many times. Yeah. And it never got easier. It's, just, it's all Ohio. It's the whole thing. So brutal. <laughs> I went down my to Columbus God. once and I just I just wanted to jump my throw out jump out of the car. It was bad. Dude, How my dad's people... from my dad's from Youngstown, Ohio, my mom's from Dayton, Ohio. So growing up as a kid, oh, we just drove from one part of Ohio to the other part of for every Ugh. holiday. And now my sister lives in Kentucky, so I drive through Ohio <laughs> and go to Kentucky for uh, every holiday. Uh, <laughs> I I know I know seventy five by the back of my hand. <laughs> yep. Well, did you sneeze? <laughs> this happens every podcast. <laughs> what? I was like, shows bless it? you. And he's like looking at me like, what? what? Did I say? <laughs> You're on a podcast. I, what I'm trying to be polite. You were like, cut it. Or like, no, I'd be like, wrap it yeah, up. Like yeah. this one. Or he'd write it on a sheet we're, of paper. And we're getting there. there. We're there. Yeah. All right. Well, uh. <laughs> What else? What, what upcoming shows you got coming, yeah. Joe? Where can some? Where can your loyal fan base find you? 
Oh, the Cormanites and the Cormanats. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> the unstoppable Cormanites. Yeah, I might be flexing as I say it. I can't help it. My lats just flare. When did those shirts the, come the, out? Your lats oh, get goodness. excited. It, it's just the way it is. It's out of control. It really is. They know you're talking about them. I need to see my doctor about it. I, I need to see my doctor. But, uh, yeah, next weekend, full show. Uh, up in, or full weekend, rather. Heading up north into Canada. It's like a nine-hour drive, so it's a pretty long one uh, for a show they're doing up there for Smash Wrestling. And then... Um, on Sunday, we're returning to the Imperial House with XICW Detroit, where I take on Idris Abraham after, you know, he decided to just jump me from behind. So I'm going to mop the floor with him. And Mark Joka, it's nice that he's got a bunch of cute little suits because when you go to meet God, you want to look nice. <laughs> <laughs> what about, like... Wait, did Joka turn on you, too? Yeah. Huh? Put the boots to me. So what you're saying is you're in the market for a new manager. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his mom. We just St. Piper yes. Ann is taking care of me and never steered me wrong, all right? I'm just saying, if you need someone who's more of a manager slash bodyguard, I know I know someone that could help out. Well, I actually hear that Jake something looks more, according to the people at the border, looks more like a manager than a pro wrestler. Oh. Yeah, I so use he, that. Jake something can manage me. Need to use that in a, in a promo sometime. That'd be amazing. It's the it's second like time Jack he's Hawk. been told that he doesn't look like a wrestler by the border Jake, patrol. The cake. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. What about um where can people find you online? Oh, uh, they can find me on Twitter at Jonan. It's like Conan but with a J because of my cute name. Jonan <laughs> PW stands for pro wrestler. So Jonan PW and uh on Facebook, I'm Joe Coleman. I'll probably be the only shirtless tan guy who looks really sweet under the name <laughs> Joe Coleman. So uh go ahead and add me. I need I, to get an Instagram. I gotta jump on that. You gotta get an Instagram. I, think, I gotta. I, I think my goal. Snapchat. You guys gotta get tag you on Instagram. I'm not there. Don't worry about Snapchat. All right. Snapchat, All right. I think That's my goal this summer now is going to be get tan. Take a picture of me and my shirt off and then start a Facebook page to call myself the real Joe Coleman. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said they had to look oh, cool. Well. <laughs> look cool. There's a very distinct nerdy Nate <laughs> strikes again. <laughs> All right, well, that has been uh, Top Rope Review, episode 35. Bringing up my show notes. Um, Why aren't you prepared? My phone locks. I'm sorry. So thank you to Fawn Down Beer Company for keeping our show well hydrated. And thanks for to Joe Coleman for coming on our show a second time. Oh, thanks for having me. And I'm sure we'll have him back for a third time. So, Are you wearing a communicator? I just now noticed that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, I, that was not even. Something oh, I didn't I notice that either. Anyway, I'm sorry. We'll get we'll get to that later. Yeah. Oh my God! <laughs> and the gold coin, Why don't I the have one? gold coin to read it. Uh, so no. awesome. Oh, <laughs> Can I be the Tan Ranger? <laughs> uh, so be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review, and give us a follow on and a like on Facebook. Facebook.com, Top Rope Review. And if you ever miss any of our live episodes, you can find them on SoundCloud within a day or two of the broadcast. And don't go anywhere because we will all still be here uh, helping out Jimmy for the Ninja Starship coming up right after this. And, and Joe Coleman will be here with us as well. So, Jimmy, take us home with a classic wrestling clip. 
My name is Enzo Amore, and I am a certified G and a bona fide stunt, and you can't teach that. And this right here, this is Big Cass, and he's seven foot tall, and you can't teach that. Bottle boom, realest guys in the room. How you doing? <laughs> this is a previously recorded episode.